Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back into the final hour of Sports Talk. Steve Geller, Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, of course, Charlie Long, keeping us in line here. LSU basketball, we're getting ready to tip off 8 p.m. You can catch that on WWL and, of course, the free Odyssey app. Convenient, you can just take the game with you anywhere. Right now, we continue our trip around the NFC South. Happy to welcome in our good friend of the program, D. Orlando Ledbetter, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution Falcons beat writer. How you been, D. Orlando? Hey, Steve, I've been doing great, man. Thanks for asking. Glad to be on the show with you and the Cajun Cannon. Uh, well, uh, D uh, is, uh, is like, oh, wait till next year. We've heard that. Who are we going to draft and all that? Is it next year, uh, the year for Atlanta? All of a sudden, I see a lot of free agent moves and draft. Uh, I think who's going to be the quarterback and this and that. Uh, people are, are kind of, they I, I guess, somewhat optimistic uh, with Atlanta right now, considering uh, that they've basically been, as of late, what, a 7-10 and 10 team? Yeah, no question about it, but it's a 7-10 and 10 team that showed market improvement on the defensive side of the ball. Offensively, um, they feel they just need a trigger man. Uh, you know, they, were, they got some weapons. They've been building that out. The line has been stable. Uh, you got to run an attack, so it's not like the cupboard is uh, exactly all the way bare. Now, uh, D, when I look at, okay, uh, the fan base, uh, I'd say they probably might be, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe more optimistic with their head coach, uh, Raheem Morris, compared to maybe Dennis Allen uh, with the Saints. And then all of a sudden you bring in a Kubiak, oh, well, maybe we'll get our offense rolling, but – I'm looking at uh, Atlanta decided to go with an experienced coach who's been in the league all but one season going back to 2002, including uh, he had a stint in Atlanta uh, from 15 to 20. 
And he became the first non-interim black coach in Falcons history to join uh, also uh, a, a fellow brother, and Terry Fontenot is the general manager. We know him well. Yeah, with the Saints. Now, uh, the hiring ensures there will be at least nine minority head coaches to start a 2024 season, the most ever. So uh, how did they view Raheem Morris in Atlanta? Because I know I've been there, and, and you look at the, the prolific community. Atlanta is very successful, African-American individuals. Uh, I was there with Deion Sanders, Andre Reiser, and all that. And uh, I'm just talking about from a football perspective. But it seems like they would embrace Raheem Morris and hope uh, that he could be the answer uh, to bring a, a championship. Yeah, they've embraced him, Bobby, and they know that, you know, he got the job in Tampa uh, before he probably should have at 32. He does have a losing record. Nobody shot away from that. But he's a guy that went in and put in the work uh, with three different franchises, with Washington, then coming here, and then going to uh, L.A. under Sean um, McVay. He's been under the with tutelage the Rams, of, yeah. some of, you have some of the great coaches in the game. He's been alongside Kyle Shanahan, McVay, John Gruden. And so hopefully he was paying attention, you know, while he was uh, uh, also and with Dan Quinn also – you know, uh, sharpening his swords on the defensive side of the ball. So, you know, when when a guy gets a second shot at it, sometimes they do pretty good. guy named Bill Belichick got ran out of Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the time he got to New England, he kind of knew what he wanted to do and went right to it. And uh, I'm not saying Raheem's going to put up six titles here, but uh, he's certainly a better coach than uh, what he was leaving Tampa Bay. Now, uh, D, everyone looks at the trigger, man. Uh, the Saints are sticking with Derek Carr, obviously. Uh, I mean, I thought that was part of the problem. Uh, I think Desmond Ritter's NFL quarterback. I don't know if he's a starter. You look at Taylor Heineke, uh, NFL quarterback. I don't know if he can lead you to the promised land. How does Falcons fans feel? Because that's on the rumor mill with Justin Fields from the Bears. Now, he's from Georgia. Uh, we all know it was at Georgia, and he transferred to Ohio State and all that, but He's the homeboy. He's from, he's from Georgia. Uh, are they all on board if Justin Fields would be the quarterback next year? Because I know he can run. I just don't know if he can get it done in the fourth quarter as a passer. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, the town's pretty split on that. Uh, our guys, uh, Mike Bell and them, had a poll. It was 51-40 uh, no on Justin Fields just because of the processing issues and so forth. Kirk Cousins would be the favorite. Uh, of uh, the free agents. And then quarterback-wise, people want to trade up and get Jaden Daniels. But then if you don't do either of all of those three things, then you start looking at uh, Baker Mayfield, Gardner Minshew, and all those type of folks. And uh, then, you know, your second-tier quarterbacks. Nobody seems to be enamored with J.J. McCarthy and Michael Penix. But uh, they got to do something, and those are some of the options. Now, uh, D, when you look at, like, the weapons uh, they've had, so, so what has been the problem? Okay, uh, you look where you drafted Pitts, uh, top tight end, and you're going after uh, B. John Robinson, the top running back and all that. Have they not been utilized the route and, and, uh, the right way? And then you look at uh, the USC receiver. I'm having uh, – uh, Steve, help Drake me out. Uh, 
the, uh, the top USC receiver. Drake London. Yeah, yeah Drake London. I mean, it's like, uh, have they not taken advantage of those individuals? Because, uh, you know, you have a window of opportunity. Uh, can you do that? So what's your take? And, and when you look at it from an offensive perspective, obviously, uh, you look where they had defensively and then they're winning in the trenches. But, uh, I mean, I just think Atlanta's underachieved. I mean, uh, when you look at the explosive weapons that they do have and not taking advantage of that. Yeah, I thought uh, Kyle Pitts had a great rookie season with a pro quarterback and Matt Ryan. He hasn't had a pro quarterback uh, since. So I'm thinking that if you got somebody that knows how to process and get the ball to people, uh, he'll be fine. Uh, Drake London, they could only run a couple routes with him. With uh, Desmond Ritter with a back shoulder throw. 15 yards up the field. That's all they ran with him. Uh, Johnny Smith, they just ran a little slip route with him. Uh, the offense wasn't diversified enough, to, and the quarterback couldn't read it enough to, to get the ball and spread it around. So I think the weapons are fine. You just, you know, the quarterback play is just such a big part of it that they could never sustain drives and put up points on a regular basis over the last two years under Arthur Smith. He was uh he could run the ball. He ran the ball in Tennessee with with uh Derrick Henry, but right. he threw play action off of it, you know, just throwing in cut to, to AJ Brown. So um, you know, they gotta put in uh the Sean McVay offense, the West Coast version, Rams West Coast version, and have somebody that can run it and guys will be open and the quarterback's gonna have to distribute the ball. They weren't able to do that. That's their big. Uh, that's their big task here in the off season is keep the running game, but then add in a pro quality passing attack. Now, uh, D, what I look at, okay, I was there with, uh, in in Atlanta uh, when Rankin Smith, Taylor Smith, the Smith family, and now you got Arthur Blank running the team, uh, and you know he's up in age now. Uh, he kind of reminds me of a different version of Jerry Jones. Hell, I'm so close, but so far I want to win a damn Super Bowl. So how does Arthur Blank, because uh, we're familiar with him, uh, the general manager, T- Terry Fondo. Okay, so he's been patient with him. Is it like how much pressure is on the GM? They just hired uh, Raheem Morris. But how much pressure is on him with this upcoming season if he's the right GM to lead the way? Yeah, a lot of pressure's on him. Um, you know, this would be the fourth draft class, the first class isn't looking to be uh you know very good they gotta maybe not not uh do the fifth year option on Kyle Pitts and and have him go out and play uh you do got AJ Terrell that was the previous regime's pick so they'll probably do that one but um they need some results on the football field Bobby uh the owner is getting up there in age and I mean um it's not a championship-level team. They ran it in the ground. It takes time to build it back up. So he can be as impatient as he wants to be, but the fact of the matter is it takes time to build out a football team. It takes time for quarterbacks to develop. It's not the microwave uh, thing that some of these owners think. You can't just put it in the uh, microwave and press one, two minutes, and you come out and you got a football team. You know, you got parts of a football team. You don't have a line. You don't have a, um, you know, you can't pass protect. You don't have any receivers. You got part of a defense. You need to build it out. And it's just a matter of, uh, 
They're just going to be patient and allow them to build the football team out. Now, uh, D, when I look at it, um, I don't know, there's a lot going in Atlanta. I lived there 14 years. You got the Braves, and they were always highly successful. He's got a lot going on. Even that NHL team, going back to the Thrashers and everything. So when I look at, like, I, I think it's different in Atlanta than New Orleans because uh, Atlanta's more, uh, it's a major city in the South, where New Orleans is like a big town, small city. But when I look at Atlanta, um, that they look at it, uh, that I think Georgia Bulldogs are still king. You might disagree with that, but. Uh, you see, around here, even though you got LSU, they, they do not put up with the Saints missing the playoffs three straight seasons. I don't know if Sean Payton and Drew Brees had a lot to do with that. But six straight losing seasons in Atlanta and to, a failure to produce a Super Bowl title over their 58-year history. Now, um, you know, everybody wants to talk smack. You look at the Saints, kid. They went there one time. They won. And I always say the Saints fan can't talk smack to a Bucks fan because they've been there twice and they won a couple of Super Bowls. But look, Carolina, Atlanta, uh, they went there twice but didn't win. And Saints fans still bring up 28-3 to three, uh, to be so close but so far. But, but do you have that loyal Falcon fan base? Because when I played there in the early 90s, I'm telling you, if they had fifteen to 20,000 Loyal fan bases in New Orleans, it was like 45 to 50. It was just now the Braves were king, and, and they were on top of things. So has it changed? Or like has the Georgia Bulldogs, considering their success, has taken over everything? No, they haven't. Uh, and the Falcons have benefited from the growth of the NFL. Because, uh, you know, okay. they... They're gonna have they're gonna have uh, sixty thousand in there. Twenty thousand might be Steelers fans, but they're gonna be in there. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, the NFL, the popularity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People look at that ticket and be like, "Oh, okay, uh, I can go to Atlanta. I can get a ticket." So they got a thirty, forty thousand dollar base based off of Matt Ryan and, and Michael Vick were able to build it up. Right, and I. Uh, and you got the beautiful stadium there, too, and the number one fan experience. But, yeah, the folks are getting tired of losing. And, uh, you know, six years in a row of uh, a losing seasons. But they're still coming up. And the Braves are, you know, yeah, they won a World Series, but they didn't go out and spend any money on their pitching. Right. Everybody knows they're going to win 100 games again and probably fall in the playoffs like they did last year. Uh, Georgia's going to um, – you know, they're going to compete, and they might lose Alabama in the SEC championship game again. So it's Ohio State year is what my college football people say. But um, it's, a, it's a good level playing field. Even the folks come out for the Hawks games now, and they know they don't even play defense. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's a lot to do in Atlanta. Uh, but they seem to be kind of uh, light on whether the teams win or not because, you know, the Braves are going to win 100, Acuna's going to bat. Uh, and do his thing, but when it's clutch time, they need him hit a home run in the playoffs. We couldn't find him last year, so yeah. Uh, so you get, you uh, get frustrated like with that. <laughs> that's where we're at here in Atlanta. But the NFL is king, and the Falcons are still king in Atlanta, even over Georgia, because they're riding the coattails of the popularity of the NFL. D, definitely appreciate the time. Always love the energy, love the insight. Thank you. All right, dude. Sure, no problem, Steve and Bobby. You all take care. Thanks for having me. 
That's the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Falcons beat writer D. Orlando Ledbetter going to take a break. Be right back with more right here on WWL. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shop overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We are back here on Sports Talk. Going to hit up that Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line. Jimmy and Gretno, what you got for us tonight, man? Hey, what y'all, how y'all doing? All right, Jimmy. Jimmy, you got to be excited about, uh, I know you like this time of year because one thing Southern Miss is always relevant in baseball, right? Yeah, look, we're playing right now in Gentilly. It's 4-3 over UNO, top of the third. You know, it's a house divided. I got my graduate <laughs> degree from UNO. I got my undergrad at a Southern Miss, so uh, I'm I'm hoping Southern Miss wins it just because it means more for them. They have a better chance at doing something. And look, I'm looking forward to tonight. He's Bonamir. Yeah, he's not Jokic, but the seven foot two Croatian kid. He's coming uh, with Kentucky. He's the freshman phenom. I think LSU is going to pack it out. I think it's going to be a great game tonight, eight o'clock ESPN. And look, and li- and back to my original point, Bobby. I really want to get your take on this. You know, a, a program like Southern Miss in baseball, we were one game away from beating Tennessee and going to the College World Series. The reality is for these mid-majors now, uh, you know, Southern Miss is not relevant in football right now. Right. We're not relevant in basketball. Okay, but in baseball, there's so much parity. Right. And anything can happen. Now, let me paint another picture for you. And I, I want to bring this up to Mike Dettelier in the coming weeks. You know, right now, the coach for Southern Miss, just like the coach for UL and the coaches at South Alabama, Will Hall, the coach for Southern Miss, said, right now I'm doing zero coaching, Bobby and Steve. You know why? Because he's out there trying to fundraise. Huh. Southern Miss doesn't have a rich 
uh, uh, alumni base like well, Vanderbilt. They, ha- they, they have you, Jimmy. I mean, come well, on. They got you, me, you, but you I can, can only do so much. <laughs> I got I mean, you. But like, you know, Tulane's going on the up because you know you got the Glazer family. You got a medical school. Southern doesn't have a medical school. So what you're seeing now is these 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 lower level. Charlie knows he's the UL guy. These lower level football programs are, are going to struggle. They're going to basically be minor leagues for the Power Five. If you recruit anybody good, Bobby, and you coach them well, a year or two later, no, they'll leave. A bigger team. Yeah, well, look at the kid from Liberty. He was the wide receiver phenom at Liberty. LSU just offered him three hundred thousand in a car, and he bolted because LSU's got more money. Well, he's a and capitalist, so like a uh, Jimmy. Uh, I think you're a capitalist. I think uh, a lot of these young kids I, are capitalists, or so their parents I, are. <laughs> there's going to be winners and losers in this. And right now, my team's a loser in this. And there's going to be other teams that figure it out in the proper way. And all I'm saying right now, Bobby, is this. The coach for Southern Miss in football right now, as of February, late February, he's, he said he's doing zero coaching. It's all fundraising for name, image, licensing. I'm sure the same applies, Charlie, for UL. I, it, that's, that's the situation right now because it's hard to compete with the Power Five. So, anyway, look. Good luck to LSU tonight against Kentucky. I hope they uh, upset them and shock the world. Well, uh, Jimmy and uh, and Steve and um, and Charlie, you know you got to keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> you know, look transfer portal, name, image, and likeness. You know who's doing it right, and I got some inside scoop on this because my uh, future in law. <clears throat> you know, they all part of it and. Uh, you know, we always say around Louisiana, you got to put the uh, fence, uh, the borders, and all that. I'm saying Missouri got a lot of players. You know, Burton, that receiver, uh, what they paying him is like a million dollar player at University of Missouri. Even the government, the state government in Missouri, the legislators have gotten involved to keep the uh, uh, the players home. If you're in Missouri, don't go to freaking Texas. Don't go to Ohio State. You're not going to Oklahoma. How about you stay home? Are we going to reward you? Because you stay home, we reward you. And then, you know, if you want to live here or whatever, then uh, we'll help you out. Because you remember, because you were loyal to Mizzou. I'm telling you, watching the SEC, look, they just beat Ohio State. Now, a bunch of players didn't play for Ohio State. But look how Mizzou kind of turned things around. Watch Missouri in the SEC because the amount of money, they're doing it right uh, with the name, image, and likeness. Now, you might not agree with it. But that's um, that's the rules. Just rule, playing the game. That's right. the rules of today. I'm telling you, you can remember this conversation we having right now at the beginning of 2024. All of a sudden, Bob, I remember when you said about the Missouri Tigers. Look how relevant they are, like three or four years later, and they're already there right now. I'm telling you, watch Mizzou. We're going to take a break. When we get back, going to wrap up our Around the NFC South segment. Going to hit Des Johnson, host of the Believe in Panthers podcast, right after this here on WWL. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back into Sports Talk. We continue our trip around the NFC South. We're going to close things out with the Carolina Panthers. Host of the Believe in Panthers podcast, Des Johnson joins us now. How you been, Des? Now, uh, Des, I don't know. Uh, does anybody want to work for David Tepper? I guess so. Uh, it's an NFL team. But when you think hey, about hey. this in the time frame, Des, uh, <laughs> I'm looking at like Canellis, uh, uh, look at Dave Canellis, who'll be the seventh head coach since owner David Tepper took over as an owner in 2018. Come on. Uh, that's not even seven years. So what is that, six, whatever, going on six, seven head coaches? Uh, I would say he doesn't uh, yeah, have any patience, seven, yeah. right? I'd say he doesn't have any patience. <laughs> um, that's the national narrative. But if you really look at it, okay, every time he's hired a coach, he's done it a different way. He's, he's hired three different coaches in three different ways. Like I don't even count the interim coaches. So okay. really, he's hired three coaches. Rivera, he inherited. Um, and Rivera just ran out of quarterbacks. Like, that was really – Cam blew out his shoulder. They were down to, like, Taylor Heineke and, you know, <laughs> guys that weren't going to last. So Rivera was going from there. Um, with Rule, he gave Rule way more money than he should have, way more of a longer leash than he should have, and had way more – he actually probably kept him in longer than he should have because Rule was here for two and a half years, and people forget that. So I wouldn't call that being impatient. Okay. He was, losing the, he was losing the team. Now, with Frank Wright, it was pretty obvious to everybody following the team and the team itself that that entire experiment, it failed from the very beginning. Like, you could – if you go back now and look at, like, some of the stuff that Frank was saying in preseason and some of the press conferences, just look at his hair. Look at his hair from last August to when he got fired. I mean, the man went completely gray. <laughs> like, literally, his hair went completely gray <laughs> dealing with what he was dealing with in the building. And that was 11, 11 weeks. And uh, that had to be that was more like a scab that had to be pulled. Um, he hadn't fired anybody else that quickly, but that was some, it had to be done. Like you know when you know when you've done something, you immediately know it's a mistake. That was basically the situation here. And we're, I think Carolina probably saved themselves a couple of years of rebuild by doing that the way they did. Do I expect Dave Canales to have a short lease? No, I, I expect him to have a longer lease than Matt Rule did. Um, he's pretty infectious, to be honest, in terms of his positivity, what he likes to do, his track record speaks for itself. And it feels like the Panthers maybe, I say that maybe, <laughs> have learned from their mistakes and are actually trying to build the team the right way. And uh, Desmond, when you talk about building the team, uh, look, he's inheriting a Panthers team, obviously that went 2-15 uh, and 15 last season, and they don't have a first-round draft pick in 2024. So uh, do you think they try and wheel and deal, maybe get back into the first round, or are you just going to go forward from uh, here? Um, well, during the press conference, uh, Dan Morgan, the new GM, was asked that question, and he basically responded the way I wanted him to, where we're picking at number 33. We're at the top of the second round. It's literally the same thing as a late first-round pick, right. which is at this point what we would end up trading up for would be somewhere in the bottom third of the first round. There's really not much difference between players picked at 20 20- – one to 30 or 40, to be right. honest. Like, once you get out of the top 10, the talent level is really up to the, your, your team and your evaluators more than anything else. But that same group of 20, 25 guys 
they're going to be there. There's guys that get picked at the top of the second that should have been first-round picks. So I don't think they'll go chasing after a first. They've given up so much collateral over the past two years and dumb trades anyway. And Dan Morgan was in the room for some of those dumb trades. So I don't really think that they're going to go that route. I think they're going to really lean on their uh, their their experience uh, in terms of recognizing player dogs, as Dan Morgan would call it, as my man Jay Stu, Jonathan Stewart would call him. Uh, just dudes that fit the culture of the Panthers of what we've known before the era of Frank Wright and uh, Matt Rule. I think they're going to try to get back to that. Now, um, Desmond, people might not agree with this, but I don't know, from an outsider looking in, uh, two of the greatest linebackers now, uh, look at Dan Morgan's uh, career. I think he was outstanding. Uh, now, it wasn't on the level maybe that he would have liked. And then, obviously, Luke Keekley, uh, th- that career was shortened. When we talk about uh, two tough, top-notch professional linebackers, Dan Morgan and Luke Keekley, I think, outstanding. Obviously, Luke Keekley more a household name from that perspective, from a linebacker uh, perspective. But Dan Morgan, I, I don't think Dan Morgan gets enough credit about uh, what he actually knows about the game of football. Sounds like we got a bad connection with Dez. I know he was at a basketball game tonight, so that might be causing some issues. We'll try and reconnect with him uh, in just a minute. You were talking about, obviously, this Carolina Panthers team. Man, how big of a disappointment was quarterback in Bryce Young for season one? I know he's a rookie, but just looked out of place. I don't know. He looks little to me. Dez is back, by the way. Uh, uh, Yeah. Uh, Dez, did you hear uh, the the question I asked you about Dan Morgan, Luke Keekley, and all uh, the fan base? uh, Yeah, what is your I did. Um, So I I agree with you completely. I think Dan basically has been overlooked uh, in the history books for the NFL. Uh, He still holds the record. People don't know this. He still holds the record for most tackles in the Super Bowl um, with like over 20 or whatever it is. So Dan is a great football mind. Yeah, he's a great football mind. That was Super Bowl uh, 38 against the Patriots and Tom Brady. Um, with Jake DeLone. He's a great football <laughs> mind. Yeah, with Jake DeLone. He, uh, he's been in some pretty good spots. Uh, he learned a lot of this in Seattle, which is where the relationship with Dave Canales began. Uh, he spent some time with Brandon Bean, one of our own, who's now the general manager with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, we affectionately call Buffalo Panthers North down here because of all the Panther personnel and roster uh, folks that moved up to Buffalo and see the success Buffalo's having, basically running the – 2015 Panthers uh, offense. But uh, Dan, the thing I was worried about the most when they decided to rebuild this, I was worried that we were going to lose our culture. The whole keep pounding mantra, what the Panthers are all about. That's what the fans are attracted to. And people don't seem to understand it from the outside looking in. Dan Morgan was in the room when Sam Mills made that speech about keep pounding. Like, he was oh. there from the very beginning of keep pounding, like what that was about. That was it was before uh, the Dallas 2003 playoff game, and Mills was uh, in the middle of his battle with cancer, and he gave a pregame speech to the team. And in that speech was when Pete Pounding was born. That's what he left, ended the speech with. Dan Moore was in the room. So it's like you can't get more Pantherish than Dan Moore. Right. So bringing him in, <laughs> bringing him in and reestablishing that, that was step number one. Once they yelled that and got that down, I, I wasn't sure about Canales, but the more I see of him and hear of him and hear – more importantly, the way the players that he has worked with talk about him, it, it, it feels like a home run deal where, like, in two years we're going to look back on this and be like, wow, that Dave Canales hire was really, really something for the Panthers. It really turned the fortunes around. It only takes one one right hire to change the perception of everything else before, and that might be Dave Canales. So we'll find out. 
Des, when you look at what Bryce Young did this past season, what's Carolina's feel about the quarterback? Because I feel like the national media has already written off the young man. No, and the national media, Des, when they look at, I don't know, when I see him, he just looks little. I mean, I don't <laughs> well, well, he is. <laughs> he is little. Right. Um, there's no way around it. He's he's all a 5'10 and about a buck 80, 85, and I'm hoping that they're going to have him in the weight room this offseason. One of the good things, though, with Canales coming in, at this point last year, Frank Wright didn't know who his quarterback was going to be. So they had to basically wait until after the draft before they could really install anything with Bryce. Canales already knows who the quarterback is. So he can start right now. He can start early. Um, and by doing so, it really allows the Panthers to have a step up on where they were at this point last year. Plus, the way they built the uh, coaching staff is night and day. Last year was an experiment. They are like, what if we put this guy – and this guy, and that guy, and none of them know each other or have ever worked with each other before. What if we put them all in a room and just let them go to work? And they just assumed it would work. The lesson learned, I think, for David Tepper was that you can't just put names in a blender, especially coaches in the NFL that have never worked with each other, and expect results. Like, you're going to get 2-15. and 15. You're going to get backstabbing and, and clicks forming and things like that happening. That's what happened to the Panthers last year with all the stuff in the building. These guys have never worked with each other. <laughs> like none of them. They had never worked with each other. And Frank Wright seemed burned out when he arrived. So it's, it's, a different, it's a different vibe in Carolina. We don't know what to expect. We're not saying we're going to win the division. But I don't think they're going to go 2-15 and 15 either. Des, definitely appreciate the time. You still got time left in that basketball game you're at? No, my, uh, my alma mater just got blown out by 25, so it actually was good. Uh, <laughs> good time to step away. When you called, yeah. I got to step out for a minute, guys. Always appreciate the time. Thank you, Des. Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure. Right, thank you. Des Johnson, you can hear him on the host of Believe in Panthers podcast, checking out the enemy territory, as always. We'll be back with more sports talk, wrapping things up before LSU men's basketball host number 17, Kentucky, 8 p.m. right here on WWL. Closing things out here on Sports Talk, getting ready for LSU basketball, taking on Kentucky, coming up 8 o'clock on WWL in the Odyssey app. Cajun can I know, want to get into the NFL reaching a major milestone, record yeah. nine minority coaches now in 2024. Yeah, you look at uh, diversity hires, and then, um, listen, you can't always have it be 100%. Oh, why Steve Wilkes uh, got fired with the 49ers? They made the Super Bowl. I don't know. Maybe he's not a good fit. Uh, D'Amico Ryan was a good fit, but he left and went to be the head coach for the Houston Texans. But you look, uh, four minority head coaches have been hired this year. We just uh, talked about Raheem Morris with Atlanta. Mentioned Canales. Uh, 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 Gerard Mayo uh, with the Patriots, Antonio Pierce with the Raiders, and Dave uh, Canales with Carolina. Right. Now, bringing uh, the number of coaches of color entering the 2024 uh, season to nine. Uh, the most in league history. Now, so when you look at it and you're breaking it down, uh, I thought it was interesting that, uh, you know, the league, if you look at it, had been struggling to raise the percentage of head coaches of color, particularly uh, black head coaches. Now, we all know about the Rooney Rule. Now, the NFL originally created the Rooney Rule. Uh, the Rooney family owned the Steelers in 2003 to promise the number of minority head coaches and later general managers and executives by requiring teams to at least interview at least one person of color before making a hire. Now, the league further expanded the rule in 2020, incentivizing uh, teams to hire minority assistant coaches 
by awarding compensatory draft picks if they lose a minority coach or a top football executive to another team. Like we got picks for Terry Fontenot. Yes. Now, the NFL rules stipulate teams receive third-round selection each of the uh, next two drafts or each of the next three drafts if two minority employees are hired by another team. So you look at, uh, like, for instance, the Rams will receive two third-rounders for losing uh, Raheem Morris to the Falcons. The Buccaneers will uh, not get any since Canales is only with the organization for one season. But when you look in, uh, about uh, that uh, Richard Labchick, the founder of the Institute for Diversity and Ethics in the Sport, called it a major milestone for the NFL to get up to where we're at right now uh, with the number of minority coaches uh, to nine. Uh, so uh, when you know, when people want to bring up, oh, the NFL's heading in the wrong uh, direction because uh, Steve Whitecheck <laughs> got fired with the partner. Steve Wilk, Whitecheck, yeah. Steve Wilk, so what, what are you talking about? That's not the case. you got to look at the whole league. No, people are prisoners of the moment for sure. Yes, yes, they want to say, oh, well, no, that's a black-white thing. No, it's not. The NFL and the Rooney Rule, they've turned in the right direction. And you got uh, Richard Labchick. Uh, he's the founder of Institute for Diversity and Ethics in Sports. He said, no, it's a major milestone. So the NFL is trending in the right direction as far as being diversified. So that's why you can't just pick and choose. Uh, oh, well, look, why did this happen? No, no, uh, th- that's why uh, I've been saving that because I look at the opportunities you have right now. The NFL going forward, there's no better opportunity than now for minority uh, coaches. And I think everything should be based on merit. I think a lot of people were angry over the Wilkes firing, too, because it was at a time when there was no other you know, coordinator jobs open for him to take. Well, uh, I don't know. He, he's, not, he's not on the soup line. <laughs> I think he's going to be all right. Uh, no, the bottom line is, are you a fit or not? You have to have some flexibility. But uh, there's no better time to get different opportunities right now than pro football and whether you're a GM, whether you're a head coach or an offensive coordinator, whatever, you have opportunities. It's not going to be 100%, but it is trending in the right direction. Next up, LSU basketball versus number 17, Kentucky, right here on WWL and the Odyssey app. Cajun Cannon, say goodnight to the land. All right. Bon nuit, les gens. Good night, people. Who that? Go Saints. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.